0: Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Locked On Flames. Thanks for joining me today. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. And I have you covered from the first day back on the ice at the Saddle Dome from Flames Training Camp, and plenty of updates on the Jack Eichel situation and why it is leaving a lot of question marks and really leaving a sour taste in a lot of different people different people's mouths (laughs) that was kind of a tongue twister there I didn't expect that but first we need to get the business out of the way and I'm going to ask you to make sure that you are subscribed and following locked on flames wherever you get your podcasts wherever you're hearing me right now just double check unless you're driving don't do that wait till you're parked (laughs) and uh you know enough of the small talk and let's jump right in Today, <laughs> we learned a lot. We learned a lot about Sean Monahan's injury and why on earth was he allowed to continue to play. Um, so apparently, his injury happened just six games into the season. And when I first read that tweet, uh, like read the report, I was like, oh, no, 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 like they mean like six games like remaining in the season or uh, something like that and I was very wrong it happened back in like January so I don't know how you consciously let a guy play through a hip and groin injury for so what's that July uh, July January February March April so it's like three four months of just playing on an injury and making it worse and that's a bad idea And I know, I I know that it seems like a very bad idea to begin with, but let's talk about why it's so bad with Sean Monaghan. Sean Monaghan has a long list of injuries over the past few years, and most of his seasons have had to come to an end early because of these injuries, and it just seems very irresponsible to let him play through that and i get it like if it's just like a little soreness or you know you're experiencing uh you know tightness whatever it is work it out play through that but if it got to the point where he needed surgery i i don't really think playing through things is a a viable option and not for him because that's just so unacceptable and we're going to talk about this later in the show with the Jack Eichel situation but Sean Monaghan's name has always come to mind when it comes to trusting team doctors and you know kind of like Vlad Tarasenko how they botched his surgeries. Is Sean Monaghan going to come up with a story in a few years saying how he doesn't trust the team doctors because they let him play through something that he didn't really want to play through. And they treated him like an object rather than a human being. And I I just think that people are going to be paying a really close eye on things like that. Especially the players who have an injury history and are quote-unquote injury-prone because of things like Vlad Tarasenko and Jack Eichel. It's, and I hope that the medical staff starts taking things a little bit more seriously. It's not fair, and it's not right to put a player's quality of life in jeopardy so you can make a few dollars. And speaking of dollars, (laughs) Johnny Gaudreau is not going to be taking many questions about his contract throughout the season. He is focusing on the game, which I find completely fair, and he said that the contract negotiations are between Tree and his agent. And whenever people refer to Brad Tree Living as Tree, all I can think of is Taylor Swift's publicist named Tree Payne. So, sorry that my mind's just like, oh yeah, Johnny is, his boss is Tree Payne, but no. Anyways, (laughs) uh, it was more, it was nice to see those two talking in the media again, but then it was more or less the same thing as years prior, you know, oh, we fell short last year. We're gonna do better. Same thing from Matthew Kachuk. It's all lip service. Last season wasn't who I want to be. Last season is not who this team is. And you really could have told me that these pressers were from, like, two years ago, minus the Johnny talk, and I would have believed you. It's just the same thing year after year, and I'm having major deja vu from when I sat down and previewed the season in January and saying put your money where your mouth is because I guarantee you I could go back and find the episode where I like overviewed the season and I say the same thing because this team is just all talk. Those actions speak louder than words. I feel like I'm talking to like a group of kindergartners and teaching them a lesson here, but it really is just the same thing. And I guarantee you, after the first big loss, like the first meaningful loss of the season, they're going to go out there and say the same thing that they have since I've started covering this team. And it's just going to be really frustrating. But I am hopeful that this season is maybe, you know, a little bit more on the Flames benefit and we're going to be able to see them. They're not They're not going to win the Pacific Division by any means, but I'm hoping to see them thrive and succeed because, you know, they can have a good regular season all they want, but it really does come down to the postseason, and if they, if they take the first round to seven games, I'll be happy, okay? Because they always lose in six. They win the first game and then lose the next four. So, I guess that's five. One, two. Yeah, that's five. So, uh, can't do math. But if they can take it six or seven, mainly seven, that that's fine. If they lose, I don't want to say that's fine. But at least they won more than one game in the series. <laughs> and I really wouldn't put it past them to do their best. That's all I'm saying. I think that they are going to do better than last year, and I'm hopeful. I I really am, but my expectations are not as high as they were last year, and we'll get into expectations as camp kind of unfolds some more, but I do think that a small win would be just getting it to seven games. (laughs) But coming up next, we're going to talk more about the sky falling and the world being on fire at Flames Camp. But first let me talk to you about Bet Online AG. You guys know that football is back, basketball is right around the corner. There is postseason baseball happening probably in like two, three weeks. Uh I probably two weeks because the regular season is wrapping up right now as teams go on to clinch their division and clinch the playoff spots. So head on over to BetOnlineAG today and start placing those bets. You can use promo code LOCKEDON for that 50% welcome bonus when you sign up and make that first deposit. So head on over to BetOnlineAG today and start getting your bets in order. You you know what else you're going to want to get in order your television. If you're anything like me, you probably have multiple devices for multiple streaming purposes. I have my phone for my true crime content. I have my iPad for my um, WNBA playoffs started tonight. Woohoo! And I have my, you know, I have the iPad going on multiple different things too so I can have another football game going on or another baseball game and whatever the main game of the night is on the TV. And it, it's a lot. <laughs> so stop that and find everything you need all in one place with Direct TV Stream. Head on over to directtv.com today and learn more about the streaming service that has no yearly contract and just a great way to get your life in order. That's directtv.com. Hello, everybody. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. I truly would have thought Flames fans would have had a better grasp on reality. (laughs) Uh, Pat Steinberg tweeted those lines and the sky was falling. I... the world was ending, honestly. It was like Chicken Little. The sky is falling, sky is falling. When Johnny Gaudreau was back on the second line with Sean Monaghan and Mon Blake Coleman was on the first line, and it just looked like kind of a randomizer of (laughs) who was where, but it was literally the first day back. The first day back and I, nothing there was nothing that solidified these lines there was nothing that would signify that these are permanent or anything like that but you really would have thought that based on how people were reacting <laughs> one thing that had me rolling my eyes was Zadorov being a top pairing defenseman um i I knew better than to tweet about it because, you know, again, it's the first day of practice. But some, some Flames fans turned it, it turned into the Joker. And honestly, if I saw that in the regular season, I probably would turn into the Joker too. Um, I really, that's something I really don't want to see. But something I thought that uh, was interesting was the different jersey colors that they had for different groups i don't know if it was the different lines or just different groups in general i didn't see enough pictures but Gaudreau was in like an orangey jersey and everyone was like oh my god look he looks so good in that flyers orange and then of course there was a red jersey and the gray jersey but no johnny was in that flyers orange and you can see in the pictures like at first i really just thought there was something wrong with my my screen and then my eyes and then I was like wait a second no this is like there's more people tweeting about this which means it's not just a me problem (laughs) so it was just kind of weird I I I believe in coincidences when it comes to the team Uh, people were saying just oh look they did this on purpose to to put him on the outside and You know, things like that. And it's like, no, he's not the only one that was in that color. And it's not like it was like a no contact jersey because, well, if that was the case, I think we would have seen a lot more about it. And it's I'm making a mountain out of a molehill here, but don't look too far into it. Don't look too far into the lines. Don't look too far into the pairings or the lineup anything it is just the start of training camp and I'm sure Sutter is just fiddling around with things he's doing his job I know guys we really don't like to think about that but it is his job to coach the team to build chemistry and believe it or not he is not just here for our entertainment he kind of has a slightly impressive resume And I think a lot of players are here for his system. I think that it's just time to kind of lean into Daryl Sutter being the coach. I don't think it's worth being upset over training camp lines. If it was morning skate lines before a game, like a regular season game, yeah. But not, not during camp. It's September. We still have... I am not going to buy into that. We are going to attempt to be positive. Okay. You you hear me? We're going to attempt to just spread positive vibes throughout the Saddle Dome. If you're going on Sunday, you need to sprinkle a little faith, trust, and some pixie dust because those boys are going to need it. And... i just i want to see them do well and i want people to enjoy the season but at the same time we are here on twitter having these conversations we are not daryl Sutter. we are not brad tree living we are not a fly on the wall we don't know anything unless you work for the team and like you somehow want to sneak me some information just kidding wink wink but it's not that big of a deal this early on into it. And I'm going to just keep saying that because I know some people are absolutely losing their mind. And when asked about the captaincy, Daryl Sutter said that that's something you have to work for. So again, this isn't something that's going to be handed out. This is something that is going to be earned through a lot, a lot of hard work and consistency and effort. So we're just going to keep our fingers crossed and hope that Things kind of start to fall into place for the team in regards to finding that voice. But that is what I have for you on today's training camp. Coming up next, we're going to, we need to talk about Jack Eichel. More specifically, Kevin Adams and the Buffalo Sabres organization. But first, let me talk to you about Rock Otto. You know who won't let you down? rockauto.com rockauto is a family-owned business that has been operating and serving families for over 20 years and they're here for you to help you find all the car parts and truck parts you will ever need and i think that their website is great it's easy to navigate it is easy to find what you need and you can head on over to rockauto.com today and check out their wide variety of parts and you know it's time to start preparing for winter so maybe you do need some some new I don't know snow tires windshield wiper blades they've got you so head on over to rockauto.com today and check out their car parts and put locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you Rock Auto. It's Jess popping in here just to remind you to subscribe to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. This morning I woke up to tweets, like I'd barely opened my eyes, and I, yes, I jump on Twitter the first thing in the morning, okay? This is a judgment-free zone, we know that. And I see that Jack Eichel has been stripped of his captaincy, and he's failed his physical and won't be ready to play, and he's also putting not him personally but him playing for the US for that gold medal is at jeopardy as well. Kevin Adams announced today that the captain needs to be the heartbeat of the team and Jack Eichel is not that, which I mean I I understand because he doesn't want to play for a team who um is you know botching his his medical care she she wonder why he's not the heartbeat of the team but one thing that was like getting me upset was people who were like turning their back on jack eichel and saying he should have just followed the sabers uh directions he should have done what they wanted him to do and i'm sorry but if there's a better surgery out there procedure out there um, than avoiding it <laughs> and making it an issue later on down the road and making my quality of life bad when I'm older. I, I'm gonna take the precautionary route now at what's he, twenty four? And not have to worry about it when I'm twenty nine. Recovery time's a lot different. <laughs> but they said that surgery could have been avoided but now things have progressed to the point where it's a necessity, but it's like not a necessity in their eyes because they won't let him get the surgery that he wants. I'm just, I'm confused. I I don't understand how you can tell a player, you can see this doctor and that doctor, because they, they're doing, like, I pay them, I sign their checks, but you can't go to that other doctor who will give you something that I don't like, because it affects my product, and you are my product. It's just, it's very confusing, and I think, like, if you look, if you were to break it down visually, like, in a chart, and see, you know, that this is basically just a control issue, um, a lot. I think a lot more people would be upset. A lot of people would be up in arms. I understand that Jack Eichel doesn't want to play for the Sabres anymore. I, I don't blame him. I would be very upset. And at this point, the Sabres have tanked his trade value to the point where they have to say yes to anything. I think after today... They, there's no way they can decline a trade. There, there's no way. It appears that neither of them want to work with each other. It's just going to be them butting heads. And I, I don't know what you do. Like, you have teams out here who are, quote-unquote, helping players through a hard time uh, with their vaccine status. But you're not helping a player through the hard times of needing, like, really intense surgery and not giving him a quality of life. I'm sorry, but, like, <laughs> I, I, I can't. I, if I, uh, this is not the time for me to bring out my soapbox. I guess technically it is because it's my podcast, but you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't understand how you can just sit here and be, like, and h- cradle and coddle a grown man for not getting the vaccine and like, you know, showing him why the vaccine is a good thing. But then you're just kind of like, whatever, like he, he doesn't want to follow the rules of my doctor. So whatever. Like, why wouldn't you want to work together to keep one of the best players out there on your team? <laughs> it It doesn't make sense to me, you know, it's just kind of neglectful i was trying to do some reading today to see if like there there was any sort of law route that eichel could go and somebody said that the sabers are in violation of um, human rights or something like that because he isn't able to see his preferred doctor and it's getting in the way of his quality of life. I don't know. I don't have a law book in front of me and I don't know what the CBA says, but my guess is that (laughs) Jack Eichel does not play another game for the Sabres. I think he's probably hanging out in Chelmsford or Chelsea, wherever he grew up in Massachusetts. And, you know, he's going to do what he can. And I'm I'm curious if they are going to trade him. Okay, hear me out. They're gonna trade him. Or they're going to do something in like terms of buying him. I don't see, I don't think buying him out is worth it. I really don't. But I just I don't know what another another option is. I, I'm really scratching my head here so I'll have to pick the brains of you guys and if you have any ideas please feel free to tweet them or dm me um I'd love to hear from you I'm very perplexed right now and I've spent all day almost 12 hours just kind of trying to figure this out so why don't you figure it out for me but thank you all so much and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast tomorrow I'm hoping to do a mailbag so throw me your questions on Twitter and the next time we chat I should have some more updates from camp so thank you all so much for tuning in and I will see you tomorrow Bye bye